102 here on SENZ and the 2023 ISA World Surfing Games are coming to a close and one of our coolest Olympians ever, Billy Stearman, is uh, leading the charge for our little nation towards the Paris Olympics. Together with uh, teenage sensation Safi Vetti, they have both provisionally qualified for Paris next year pending selection from the New Zealand Olympic Committee. Billy joins us now to talk about that qualification, the Games itself, and what's up next, and Paris looking forward. Uh, Billy, good morning to you. Great to have you back on the show. Hey, guys. How are we? We're damn good, mate, and so are you. Uh, You've had a really good run over the last few years, but uh, your form of late has been outstanding. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been an awesome journey, and uh, you know, topping it off over here in El Salvador to get that Olympic spot is um, yeah, I'm pretty stoked right now. Um, it's been a huge week actually over here. Though. It's so hot and hard to like you know maintain energy throughout the day, but um, yeah, got the job done, which I'm uh, super proud of. You really did, and you did that against um, a, a world champion and Gabriel Medina. Tell us about that particular heat. Yeah, that, I knew I knew that was going to be a huge heat against uh, Gabriel. Um, obviously, he's a world champ, and um, for the Olympic qualification scenario, it was a ma- massive heat for me to get inside that bubble of of, uh, of making that position. So, um, yeah, he's a really good friend of mine as well. You know, I've I've, uh, tra- I've kind of travelled around the world, and he's been at most places I've been to. So, um, I was giving him a few cheeky smiles out there. But um, yeah, I was stoked to go left out there, and and you know, I'm, I'm coming from Raglan, I love going left. So. It all paid off, and uh, I gained a lot of confidence after the heat, and, um, yeah, I was just stoked to progress. And Billy Louie here, mate. Congratulations. Uh, I mean, what a, what an amazing week for you, and you, you mentioned to me that you're absolutely exhausted. I mean, what does the emotional toll take when you're fighting for another crack at the Olympics and you're surrounded by the world's best, you're surfing in the same heat to them? Like, the, the mental side of it, I know it's something you've poured a lot of time in throughout the years. How have you been feeling there? Yeah, it's just, yeah, like you said, it's been a huge week um, emotionally and physically, but um, yeah, I think I've got a really uh, strong um, mental frame and, um, you know, I think that's been pushing me through this week and, and like previous years building up to this point. Um, it's a weird scenario as well, you know, we come over here as a team, uh, Team New Zealand, and we're basically vying for one spot in the males and one spot in the females. So we're, we're you know, we're, we're doing it for the team and we're supporting each other, but at the same time, we've got our own individual goals. So um, it was actually a pretty crazy uh, last day for the women's um, yesterday, and, and a couple scenarios happened between Paige and Safi and stuff like that. And Safi managed to, you know, get that spot. So, um, yeah, I'm proud of the team, and, you know, they've been very supportive. and um, I couldn't have asked for better teammates and, and the support crew here, Maddie and Michelle, have been looking after us really well. So, um, yeah, emotionally, I, I feel, you know, I'm pretty good at the moment. Um, but, yesterday, like, yesterday I qualified for the Olympics, but I was still in the event. So um, it was the same thing that happened to Japan when I qualified for Tokyo. So it's a weird scenario, but, um, you know, I, I was super proud and a little bit of a weight came off my shoulders, but I still had a job to do over here. So, um, But now I'm out of the event, you know, I can kind of put my feet up, jump in the pool, get cooled out a little bit and, and relax and kind of, you know, put that grin on my face. So, Billy, uh, just tell us, uh, how many ways were open to you to get and qualify for the Olympics? Was this your, the chosen pathway or could you have done it in, a, in another way through another event system? Um, no, this is the basically, so if you're not on the World uh, Surfing Tour, um, the WCT, uh, this is our only chance of qualifying. Um, there is a, uh, also an outside opportunity for other people next year at the ISA World Surfing Games, but it's a big, big even harder task for everyone. So um, this is our 
uh, basically the you know the easiest or, or best way to qualify for the for the games and um, I knew that you know coming into this event uh, you know my mind frame is I want to get that spot and I and I also wanted to bring a home a medal for the team. Um, unfortunately, I didn't do that, but uh, yeah, I got that spot and I'm super proud of my efforts and and what I've done this week and um, yeah, I, I feel amazing right now. So you you finished top ten um, at the Olympics in Japan two years down the two or three years down the track. How do you compare Billy Stam and the surfer now in terms of experience, confidence, and ready to attack in Olympics? Yeah, well, it's going to be a different games. Obviously, we're in um, Japan, which is not known for like crazy good waves. So um, the conditions are going to be a lot different. The surfing's actually in Tahiti, so uh, I'm going to have to, you know, <laughs> go over there and get some training and some big scary freaking slabs. So um, that'll be interesting. But yeah, I think I learned a lot at that games. You know, I kind of I, I felt like I. I could compete against the best in the world, and I've kind of proven that the, these ISA World Surfing Games against Medina and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I, I guess I'm just building in confidence throughout the year. What about, I guess, New Zealand surfing as a whole, Billy? I mean, you've Matured been doing this for a, yeah. <laughs> y- y- you've been doing this for a long period of time now. Um, you were surfing nets recently out at Piha. That was an awesome event. Have you seen the standard over the last, or well, especially since it became an Olympic sport? Have you seen the standard and the competitiveness in amongst your peers in New Zealand start to increase? Is there a real drive and hunger, especially for that next younger generation coming through? That actually sees as a pathway. Um, sorry, good cut out there. But um, yeah, sorry, my internet's bad over here. But um, yeah, for sure, I think the Olympics kind of broadens the spectators, and and it's a different pathway, not only the WSL but the Olympic Games. Uh, that I'm, I'm getting on the older side of things, but I feel fit and healthy and strong, and uh, I've learnt a lot. And I think, like you know, my knowledge is, you know on top of everyone else's at the moment. So, um, yeah, I feel comfortable at the moment and, and hopefully I can, like, you know, show the younger generation that anything is possible. I'm a two-times Olympian now, so it's pretty crazy to say. And, um, you know, every, anything is possible. I've had, a, you know, a few tough things happen in the past two years and um, I'm stoked I kind of pushed through that and, and kind of did this for me and my family and, um, and, and New Zealand. Tell us a wee bit, please, if you could, Billy, about uh, Safi Vetti. This is a relatively new name to us, but uh, such a, uh, a a youngster who um, who really does look as if she's got the goods at this early age. Yeah, she's amazing. Uh, Safi Vetti's from um, Gisborne. Uh, her brother Finn Vetti is also a surfer who's living in Dunedin at the moment. But um, yeah, I've, I've actually worked with Safi a bit. I've, uh, a few years ago, I was, uh, was coaching her and, uh, a few times, and um, now she's moved to Aussie and put herself amongst, you know, some of the best surfers in the world over there and training hard out. And um, yeah, she's putting her, you know, best foot forward and putting herself in the in the best scenario she can do to do things like this. So super proud of her um, at the moment. She's still pretty young, so um, yeah, it should be exciting. And and we're we've travelled a lot together, and and we're really close, you know, good friends. So. Um, I'm super proud of her, and I can't wait to do this journey alongside her. Is that door open for any more of our surfers? I mean, for instance, Paige Harrib, where's she at? Um, yeah, so I think that spot this year has... Surfing games. Um, I think it's quite confusing, but I think if she finishes in, like, the top seven of the whole contest, I think she might get a spot. Um 
and it's the same for the guys. If anyone finishes in the top five, I think, of the overall event, I think they get a spot as well. So, um, yeah, it's, it's a pretty hard task, but, you know, anything's possible, like I said. And, um, yeah, I guess we'll have to wait and see what uh, what next year's I Say Worlds brings. So you, you mentioned before you're going to be competing in Tahiti. How do you simulate conditions in Tahiti? I mean, do you just go there early and, and spend you know, two or three months there, or uh, can you simulate it somewhere else? Yeah, well, there's not too many ways around the world that are, that are like Tahiti. Uh, um, I, there is already, a, I think, a trip planned. Um, I'm actually away for the next month. I've got a few events coming up. Um, but I think there's a ISA surf camp in Tahiti at the start of July, so I'm trying to get in on that already. Um, and it's just totally different, you know. You've got to go over there and, and you ride different boards and you're basically just kind of going straight on some big, scary, crazy waves, getting barreled. And um, it's a reef break, really shallow, comes from deep water, and it's got a lot of energy out there. So, um, oh, yeah, I've been looking into maybe even going to Hawaii at the end of the year. You know, they've got some big, big, scary lefts over there too. So, um, yeah, I'll be looking out. I'll, de- I'll definitely be looking to do a trip over Tahiti one, at least once or twice before I go over and maybe Hawaii as well. So, Billy, have you had it confirmed that they're definitely going to surf the Olympic event at Chopu? Is it on that the famous break? What are you talking about? Shallow as monster. We've just seen that massive swell over there recently. Is that where you'll be surfing? Yeah, I think so. Um, I'm I'm pretty sure it's there. I mean, all the post, like you know, all the post guards and all the posters are at Tahiti, and everyone keeps saying it's at Chopu. So, um, I think there is a few more waves around that area. That you know, if the waves aren't um, you know, weather dependent and, or pumping that day, they might move it. But for what I know, I think I'm preparing for Chofu Tahiti. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely ready for that. Okay, so um, extreme, quite extreme at, at times. <laughs> I just wonder, does that even the field, even up the playing field, or does that make it even tougher? Does it even widen it and make it harder for some people? Yeah, uh, yeah, it is. It's, it's uh, I guess from you know i've never been there before so it's going to be a new thing for me and and you know yeah i guess people who've been there before have that extra experience and uh lineup knowledge and and wave knowledge as say and um yeah it's going to be a huge task for the people that haven't gone there um and obviously there's a few locals that that have you know that surf it pretty big and scary and are, and are used to that stuff so uh like i said i'll probably be trying to be doing a few trips over there and and uh getting amongst it as much as i can before the games Billy, you're living uh, your dream, but you're living a lot of young people's dreams um, around New Zealand in particular, so they're living through you as such. So where is the dream going to take you in the next two to three months? So tell us some of the spots you're going to be at. Yeah, I definitely am living the dream, and I, I definitely don't take it for granted. You know, not many people can say they travel the world for for a living and, and surf for a living, you know. So, um, yeah, I appreciate all the support from everyone at home and all my sp- and family and stuff, you know, so it goes away. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm Indo after this. Um, I've got a contest over there, and then I go to South Africa for another Challenger Series event, which I'm vying to get on that, you know, WCT as well this year. So, um, yeah, I've got a few <laughs> few major comps coming up. I also go to America, and, and like I say, I might try and fit in a Tahiti trip in there. So, yeah, Sounds like I'm, I'm living an amazing lifestyle, and I. But uh, it's a lot of travel, a lot of time away from home, and a lot of hard work. So um, I'm looking. I'm really looking forward to the journey ahead. 
Keep going, man. Um, a lot of people living uh, the dream and following you back here. Already got a couple of texts into the show to say wish you all the best and lovely to hear from you as uh, we echo those thoughts, mate. Congratulations. Outstanding. Lovely to see awesome. New Zealand surfing, uh, flying the flag um, in Tahiti uh, next year. will be something <laughs> very special. Go well, stay safe, travel yeah, thanks, well. Thank guys. you. Thanks, guys. Cheers.